It's a catastrophe. Catastrophe. I was catatonic. <laughs> so, Sean, explain yourself, because this is not something from the hat. No, this is not something from the this hat. This was, uh, yeah. Or is it? This is a recent release, or uh, upcoming release. I got my copy. Um, it is a recent release from Severn Films of the Canadian classic film, The Peanut Butter Solution. And I have been excited about this for months. Right. As soon as I heard that this was coming out on the glorious Blu-ray format, I've just been excited. This is a movie that I saw way too young. I mean, I, I guess I was the target audience for this film at the time. Yeah, I guess. Well, it said that it, this is not just Severn, but it's Severn Kids. Yes, so it, it's is, a, it is the debut release in the Severn Kids I was going to say, like, there's catalog. a thing. Yeah, yeah. Cult movies that are geared towards children. Okay. Or were intended for children. Right. Uh, yeah, and this was what they used to uh, pop that cherry, and man, <laughs> is it the perfect... <laughs> Oh yeah, movie to yeah, do so. no doubt. Like, um, yeah, because like you know, doing a little bit of reading on this, it seemed to be like a pretty universal. Like on IMDb, all the reviews were like, "I saw this movie as a kid, and it scared the hell out of me, and nobody else had ever seen it, and I, you know, and nobody's ever heard of this movie, and what the hell, it gave me nightmares." Um, and boy, I can see that. Yeah. 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 Um, it, it's such a bizarre film that I'm sure, I know I've heard other people say that I saw this as a kid and I couldn't remember the name of the movie yeah. or I couldn't remember what it was. I remembered a basic outline of the plot. I told mm -hmm. my friends and they're like, bullshit, that movie doesn't exist. That's not a real thing <laughs> yeah, 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 at exactly. all. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and it's easy to understand why. I mean, right. It is a children's tale that's that's genuinely just nightmarish when you think about what the oh. actual plot is well and it you know it wasn't even like the plot as much because it did remind me and i brought this up while we were watching it of something like a kid's like almost like a how to eat fried worms mm -hmm. right you know kind of like this this crazy kid story that you know for you know that you would have read in like fifth grade sure. fourth grade um and but but then it's like as you get into it, like it's really it's like the imagery and it's like this. I don't know. I I kept wondering. It was like, is it because it's Canadian? Like, is it like the French thing? But there's like some really, really frightening imagery in this mm -hmm. film. Um, I mean, I think about like the dream sequence and and there's like dogs pulling at his hair and, um, you know, just the idea of the fright. And like even like when he goes in there and it's like got like the image of like the old woman and she's like, you know, what is she saying? Like 50 flies. Like, like what? Right, right. What is going on yeah. here? It was Lynchian. Like in a lot of cases, yeah. it was very Lynchian. Um, and, uh, and it was just like, yeah, it had like this weird vibe about like, you know, like the teacher. I mean, there was always something off about the senior, you know, sure. like, but I mean, yeah, I mean, like the, the hair coat, like the coat made of human hair and then the dog coat as you was like pointed for, out for one for shot one right yeah, just one the shot. one shot like the dog has the the human hair coat on which is just just like a he's really unpacked that well, for do a dog size not the right. the one that yeah. he was wearing but it's but. a dog who's wearing a dog size coat 
made of human hair. Yeah, Michael's hair. Yeah, like that's why, why don't so... you 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 pull back for a second and explain the plot? I don't to even the people that haven't seen this movie. <laughs> well, and and to, to even uh, I think even at first and and just kind of looking at it as a whole, it reminded me of other things like. Uh, you know, on the surface level, I was thinking at the beginning, this is like Gilmore Girls or something. I had no mm-hmm. idea where it was going to go, right. but it just kind of seemed like just a lot of, uh, I guess you could just say like character studies and build up and getting to know these people just living their regular lives. Yeah. Nothing was happening. I just, I, I, I didn't know where it was going. It did other than little... other than the than Michael. Right, the boy who when when they were drawing the dogs in the drawing class with the senor, uh, then he did the flames. You're like, oh, is this like a kid possessed, or is there something right. going right. on in his life? You know, I know that his mom um, is out in went to Australia right. for a while, um, but I was thinking of that. I was thinking like Degrassi High. I was thinking of um, well, and then once it started to get weird. I was thinking of something wicked this way comes mm-hmm. um, to where it's one of those. I, I can completely understand what you're saying, Sean. Is like if I saw it at that age, it would and and no one else has heard of it. Mm-hmm. It also reminds me of a lot of the PBS program that programming that I used to watch that none of my friends would watch other than Fred, my best friend at that time. Uh, we would watch things like Tripods. We would watch Red Dwarf. We would watch um, pretty much anything that was on PBS um, that you know we'd be exposed to and we'd talk to other people about, and they'd be like, I don't, I have no idea what you're yeah. talking about. Um, so we'd always kind of troll the uh, programming schedule to see if it, you know, those shows would be on again. Um, Usually during the um, like the pledge weeks or something, right. and that's kind of how that felt. It felt like one of those PBS production type things um, that maybe aired maybe like once or twice, gotten little kids' heads, and for decades since. Oh yeah, you know it's it, what, what would you would you call it a Mandela sort of thing or yeah? Um, well, that's that's what that's why I was feeling yeah, like it, definitely at the beginning when you're saying like there's that that movie doesn't there's exist. No, there's no way, right? I mean, because if you if you explain the plot to somebody who doesn't know this movie, yeah, they're like, there's no way that was made into a children's story. Yeah, you know, and you have to have fabricated this, you like know, the like the Stephen King thinner version, but with hair. Yeah, so or in you're some combining ways five different movies. Oh, well, in your absolutely. Head, sure. You know, and uh, I guess like yeah, because I do want to talk about specific moments, but I guess to get to give the overall um, yeah, give an outline. You've got the uh, these two kids and their dad, mm-hmm. and the mother is absentee. You don't really understand where she is. I guess you kind of pick up that she's in Australia, but there seems to be something else going on there. It's not just that like she's away. She seems to be gone for a long time in a way that's like messing the kids up right? and like almost like messing the dad up. Like yeah, well, she left him well, or something. Well, initially we didn't know if she was dead. Right, right. Uh, if they were separated because it almost seemed like the dad was living Absolutely. or like, like sleeping in the attic, but right, that wasn't the right. case. But, and, and he's like an absentee in many ways and like the Sister has almost taken like this, uh, you know, maternal on role. this maternal yeah. role, and like this little girl, she's like wearing the mom's robe and she's cooking the breakfast, and she's like trying to take care of the dad. And there's definitely something like odd going on in terms of their family relationship. Um, but then, like the little boy, he has a, a friend named Connie, and uh, he's like a 
the coolest little kid. That kid is like yeah. rad, like really like awesome best friend, like dresses like a break dancer, yeah. like uh like, what he got his his Rex Harrison hat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So like um so like he's got, you know, his friend, but so basically um I mean ultimately like they go to school, the kid says like he's like drawing flames, like and um and then they talk about that they saw this house burn down earlier and like people died in it. Mm-hmm. Um and so they go to this house where the house burned down and then like the kid like uh, the crawls inside of it, not Connie, like the main kid, he like crawls inside the house and he sees something that scares him and you don't see what he sees, but he like sees something that scares him so bad that like first it like makes his hair all frizz out but then the next day he wakes up and his hair's all gone and he has no hair at all and it's like not growing back and it he's he's like super messed up about it and i think actually part of like what makes this so effective is like i think the kid's really good and he plays like traumatized really well um and so uh so basically he's like messed up he like won't go out of the house they try and give him a wig that doesn't work out well and then he um at at one point earlier he gives money to a homeless person um and then he's visited in the middle of the night by well that yeah he gave he gave the money to the homeless person before the right. building Fire. burned this down. Was, exactly. Yeah. So this, this was, was like a while back. Early. Exactly. Yep. So then he's visited later on by like these two, uh, one of the people is the homeless people and like this old woman. And they basically say, hey, here's this magic solution that um, you'll make your hair grow back and gives them like the, all these ingredients and says, okay, make this, uh, but don't use too much peanut butter. Otherwise, I can't tell you what's going to happen, but it's not going to be good, right? Um, and then so he puts this solution on his head, uses, of course, too much peanut butter, and then his hair starts growing. He's super happy, but then it, like, doesn't stop growing. And very quickly, Yeah, too. like, very quickly. His hair just grows and grows and grows and grows and grows. And then eventually, like, he gets kicked out of school because, like, they won't let him trim his hair. Yeah, and too then, distracting. Right. Ultimately, he gets kidnapped. well. well. I do uh, have to interject yeah, because yeah. his hair is so disturbing to the teachers right. that they are saying that they will quit. Yeah, they yeah, will... exactly. So, um, and, and again, I want to drill down on specific moments, yeah, but just uh, in the overall, uh, ultimately what happens is that he gets kidnapped by the art teacher who is enslaving him to make brushes out of his hair. And he also has like all the kids, like, uh, like 30 kids enslaved as well. And then they, you know, basically have to break out and also there's like magic painting so that's like the overall but like but like i mean even just saying that like i'm like holy shit what right um yeah so like i mean that's okay that's the overall but but there's like specific moments like okay so go back to like the performance of the kid like he's so good like when he's in there crying and he's like you know i mean i was like dude and i mean like i just got done watching star wars and like watched the travesty this jake lloyd and just got reminded about like how (laughs) terrible child acting can be you know like and like holy crap that kid was really good and it probably was coming from an honest place because they Mm -hmm. actually shaved his head yes down to nothing like he's 
actually has his head shaved. Yeah. And at that time, that wasn't a, a fashion thing. I mean, that was, no. you know, either you were really sick yeah. or you were some weird skinhead kid. Well, look, even, I mean, the thing is, if even if a kid's going to go buzz cut, it's going to be buzz cut. It's not going to be, like, down to the skin. Right. You know, because, yeah, that looks like you're a cancer patient. Like, that's just, like, not something a kid would do. Um, so, yeah, like, his performance was good. And I think that at least is part of, like, why it might have been so effective as a child because you're really putting yourself in that position and he's acting it so well yeah. that you're like, holy crap, like this is actually very affecting. One, especially at that age. So I, you know, I even wonder too if like some of it had to, um, I mean, not with, not just with the mom leaving the country mm -hmm. for a while and they're just adapting, but he, I'm sure he's going through, well, the puberty thing again with right. like with his friend Connie, right. where he wanted, well, I mean, well, We'll get to that too, yeah, but he yeah, wanted yeah. he wanted pubes once right. he saw the results yeah. of the of the peanut butter solution. Yeah, 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 absolutely. He, he certainly got him. And now, some casual, awkward talk about a tween boy growing pubic hair. Enjoy. All right. So yes. So left out in the, in the in the recap. Yes. Tell us about the pubes. That, like, scene. His his friend Connie. He's like, you know, hears about like the peanut butter thing. He's like, well, I rubbed this stuff on my head and it made my hair start to grow. And he's like, can I get some of that? He's like, why? He's like, well, because I want to make some. He's like, but it'll make your hair grow. He's like, yeah, it's what I want, you know, down there. And I'm like, what? This is a kid's movie. At, at first, I thought it'd be a beard. Like he wanted to get a beard or something. Yeah, no, he wants but to get no, a beard wants, already. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. And I'm like, that is so, <laughs> I can't believe they just have like this little boy talking about, like, I want to grow, grow pubic hair. Like in a kid's movie it's quite possible that i mean obviously i saw this so young uh-huh that that this movie might might have been where i i thought it was falling it is i, the, I the thought it, i thought it was are you losing your <laughs> um it might have been the first time that i knew what pubes were right or, right or what would have made you didn't me think ask it was like question. his leg his leg hair or something well no it's just you know at being that young yeah, yeah, i had yeah. no concept right. that there probably was going to be pubes at some yeah. there at some day or what because it's like were. obviously not leg hair because if it was leg hair he would have said my legs he wouldn't have said down there right like so there's no question right. about what he's right. talking yeah. about correct there. no not at all <laughs> none at all and there's like parts where like his friend is running around and it's like coming out of the bottom of his like pants. Oh yeah, you see it like. <laughs> yeah, and he's sitting there like curb feelers. He like wakes up in the middle of the night and he's got like sweatpants that are like bulging up from all the pubic hair, which is <laughs> luscious. By the way, shit, yeah, just it's shiny just it's yeah, it's like it's a healthy coat. It's like well, yeah, he's well, he's you know he's he's Asian. Yeah, it's and very very, very black straight right, hair. Right, so I mean yeah. you know those pubes yeah. are gonna be and so and then. Top like, notch. Yeah, you see, he's like wills it to stop with his mind, and it stops. Is like it listens to him, and that was like I was like at the first well, second I was like, holy shit, is he gonna be able to control it? Like because he because he he woke up and he was uncomfortable, right? And he said itchy itchy scratch scratch. You know, he's scratching scratching scratching, mm -hmm. puts his feet on the floor, and then you know more is starting to move the the. Hairs coming out, the pube hairs are coming out and just kind of you know slithering around and 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 growing, <laughs> and he just says stop, right? Stop. And they kind of just slow down. And yeah. Just kind of like, uh, and like, never, okay. never mentioned again. Never no. mentioned again. Never mentioned That's again. That's it. 
yeah, that was it. That was that was his. That was solution. that was maybe a, a smart move on behalf of the. Well, yeah, you know, because production like, they can't have two. Because I so. I was really concerned once mm-hmm. he was captured. Even though I'm, you know, yeah. we're kind of jumping ahead, <laughs> but once he got into the child enslavement, right. if he discovered those real strong black oh, luscious yeah. pube no, hairs, no. which is Forget much different. Like uh-huh. what do you, what do you call it? like tensile? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, to it to make like brushes oh, yeah. oh, with yeah. that would just be like I mean it's like horsehair yeah exactly. pretty much yeah and that would be a hell of a thing you know it, it be, you know an art and, teacher uh, enslaving uh, a bunch of kids to make pube art brushes right and even just more uncomfortable than it already was right, in right, general right yeah, yeah absolutely um, yeah and it was like but yeah the idea that's the thing right it's like there's this parents or adults it kind of reminds me you know what it reminds me of a lot it actually was like um it chapter one you know Mm -hmm. or like really how the book is in it which is like that it's like it makes it all the scarier because all the adults are like shitty and they kind of don't care about the kids and there is this kind of feeling that goes through a lot of this movie i mean it's like that that's like this kid's obviously going through something and like they're not really trying to find a solution for Mm -hmm. him right in fact his friend is trying to help him by like chopping his hair off like as it's growing and then the parents or, or the teachers say oh well the snipping sound is bothering them and they say that if you come back in the class then they're not going to they're not going to go back and it's like dude that's so fucked up well and michael was so articulate and Mm -hmm. he was he was very matter of fact saying hey this is what's happening this is what i gotta do i mean there's like really no way around this yeah and i want to i want an education he specifically says that i want to be at school he's like i want an education everyone got his back too For two weeks now, I've been bald. We did everything to get my hair back. Nothing worked. At last, I tried this extremely dangerous mixture. It worked, but now my hair won't stop. My only chance is for this guy to keep on cutting. Please let me stay. I want to be educated. Not just hairy. So it's got very much this, you know, this like, and and I guess I would identify with that as a kid too, right? Is like the parents don't have your best interest in mind and you can only really trust your fellow students. And, you know, there is this kind of like actually a little bit like radical bent to the film as well. It's a mixed message there too. I mean, Uh because these kids that were cheered him on during his, I want to, you know, I I need to learn, you know, his elephant man speech there. Yeah. Um, commanding respect are the same kids that were you know chasing right. him down calling him names when he was wearing a wig yeah yeah no that's a good point so it's yeah. i mean that i mean i don't know if those were the same kids though, that was know? the that was the rival school the soccer team how was it yeah, yeah in the blue uniforms yeah because i think it might have been like the other kids and then the kids from his own school were actually kind of supportive of him gotcha um and those are the ones that you know they ended up rescuing at the end right yeah um you know, but but yeah, and so there's like, there's the like the dream sequence because that's the thing is like as his hair is growing and he's trying to figure out solutions for his hair and he's like he takes it all and he like ties it up so that he can sleep and he like has it hanging and he like has these dreams which I'm sure are probably like partially that whole like half awake half asleep thing of like you're feeling your hair being pulled and you're like asleep and he has like these dreams of like dogs pulling at his hair. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh yeah, I mean let's talk about like the two ghosts and that that sequence is like 
I feel was so surreal and kind of terrifying is that like he wakes up in the middle of the night and there's just like these two old homeless people like in his house and they're like rifling through all of his stuff and they're just like taking his food kind of yeah. and you know and they're just like doing all this, these things and him you know basically give him the solution but like the the woman she's like kind of being mean about it and she's like here's the solution and it's like you didn't say that right you need to repeat after me but i love the part of like because then he ends up like getting the stuff like and it's like rotten egg and earth and like five dead flies and like all this icky stuff you know that that i'm sure a young boy would just love you know mm -hmm. it's like all kinds of gross stuff but then he like makes the solution and then the his sister and his father think he's like going crazy so they throw it down the toilet well, that, that he's gonna drink it yeah that he's gonna drink it so they throw it down the toilet and he's like really sad because he lost it and then like the two ghosts visit him again in the middle of the night and i love just like the part where the old woman she's like you know she's like sometimes i'm nice and sometimes i'm not right you know and she's like and today i'm not you know and then like the and i was just like that's like there's something like so like fiercely original and like like i don't know like very like on primally disturbing about those two old ghosts yeah that just really kind of messed with well me. and and Ghosts in general, and like any other film that mm -hmm. you've ever seen, are either very docile, trying to break the right. curse sort of thing, right. or the embodiment of evil. Yeah. And that's not what these... These were just like hobos that went on living yeah. Yeah. when they were dead right. and just being themselves. And kind of like, like a kind of a Scrooged moment. Right. Yeah. Kind of reminded me well, of Well, I love the idea that it's like, yeah, you helped me, and so I'm going to help you, but like I'm also going to like go into your house in the middle of the night i'm gonna like steal your stuff i'm gonna like rifle through your food you know it's like it's it it doesn't give you this whole like they're nice which isn't you know? addressed either yeah they come into the house they steal the food they're ghosts they right. don't need right. food and there's never a payoff to that like where'd all this food go in my mm -hmm. kitchen the yeah. next day or right. something or right. i can't find this what happened to it Nothing. yeah yeah but it does have this kind of like fairy tale logic to it you know yes. i like because he's like you're gonna wake my parents and he's like oh no you can only you only hear us because you see us and he's like watch close your eyes and could close his eyes and he like slams the thing you don't hear anything and then when he opens it up then he hears stuff again and i'm like that's such like a crazy just like a really interesting idea for a ghost that I've never heard. Like I've never thought of that idea that sure. like if you don't see it, you can't hear it. Uh, but that's a really fascinating idea. So like there's just a lot of really, really interesting ideas in mm -hmm. this movie that really it's like as, as you're just like, yeah, when it started, I'm like, yeah, what is is this an after school special? Like, is that what this is? Right. And then, okay. That with the, the, at the very beginning, it said, what was it? Stories for children, number whatever? Or something? Number two. What was it? Tale, something? Tales for all, number two. Okay, Tales, Tales for, for all, number two. Yeah. So you're saying this is like a series of films? Yeah, it's a series of films. And and most of the, I mean, this is obviously a Canadian producer right. that, that assembled these no. films together. <laughs> um, the, the, the country that brought you Powderheads. <laughs> yeah. uh, peanut Butter Solution. Uh, this was the only reason. The only thing that's number two about this is this was the second movie in the series. There is no sequels. There's no continuation. What was the first? Uh, the uh, the dog that stopped the war. Okay. Which also is something that I've been trying to track down. I think I've seen it when I was a kid. Right. So uh, it's not called Peanut Butter Solution. No, they're like this all is called, called the Peanut something Butter different. Solution. It's essentially the chapter. Right. Like here's story 
one. So like Goosebumps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. It's like, it seems exactly. like an anthology thing. Right? Okay. Yeah, that's what I was confused by because you said they no were connecting threads. Yeah. Well, Zero. that's what I'm right. saying is because I was confused when we first sat down, started playing, and then I said, "Oh, this is number two. and then we just were like into the movie. We didn't really right. talk yeah. that much. Right. And I thought, okay. And you said that they were they were doing this all the way up until I think 2008 is what you said or something like that something around there and I'm oh and and so then I'm like you know is like number 26 or some something some crazy number anyways I was like well okay this is one thing are they doing the peanut butter solution for every single one of those like this is like a hair anthology (laughs) you know the the saga of the peanut butter solution connecting thematic elements other than the producer and that's what he wanted to make he wanted to make movies for children okay so he so this was his line He, he made other movies too but this was his line of children's movies. So as opposed to, like, having, you know, the cool cat being the through thread, it's just, you know. Exactly. It would just be, like, you know, the Daddy Derek, like, doing, like, his own things for every episode. But not cool. getting episode, but not, Yeah, as if yeah. he was just producing all of them. Um, yeah, and I, I, you know, one of the, the moments that I found, like, like, also deeply disturbing, basically, they go into this room and it's, like, all these paintings and they're, like, animated and, like, alive. But, like, his dog is in every single one of them. And there was something so fucking creepy to me about all of these different pictures and, like, his dog just sitting there staring at you in every single one Mm -hmm. of them. Like, it actually, it kind of reminded me of this Stephen King story called The Sun Dog. I don't know if you're familiar with, but it's, like, basically it's, like, they take a picture and every time they take a picture is this dog in this picture, even though the dog's not really there. And it just has this, like, you know, crazy imagery of just this dog who, like, never really has been... Been, uh, a malevolent force in the film, but yet is still like the pet of this like really messed up bad guy kind of, mm-hmm. and then like just there in the imagery, almost like it is kind of standing guard there, like they can't escape because the guard the guard dog is there in every single one of them. I expected that to pay off somehow. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. but I almost like that it didn't because yeah. it's just this other weird little thing that just kind of makes you feel a little bit awkward. And there was like also there's the part where so like in order to trick him, Connie starts calling him dad, and he's like, I want you to be my dad. I want you to be my dad. And then he becomes like almost like this, you know, this funny kind of like comedic uh, character. And he starts painting and he basically Connie tricks him into painting a house where the fright is. Um, and uh, that's like, you know, where the kid lost his hair originally because mm-hmm. he saw the fright. And, and so he's like painting it, but he's like doing it and it's like playing like happy music. And he's suddenly becoming like all friendly and everything, you know? And he's like painting the stuff and the like, kids are laughing and they're clapping. And then like, you know, like one of them says like, um, like uh, you know, like, oh, well, you know, he's, uh, and he's like, oh, well, you're not really going to say, you know, that he's your dad, right? And he's like, but he was nice after you said that. And he's like, yeah, but don't you remember all the terrible things he's done? And again, not really paid off, but like this really interesting question of like, well, is the villain like only a villain because he's not loved? And, you know, rather than just drill that down and say, this is the moral. And if he would have been loved, he wouldn't have been the villain. Like that's just left out there as just this little idea of a question that you have to think about later yeah, on. And interpret for yourself. Yeah. And the same thing with the dog. I, I almost think like um, uh, like the Golden Compass uh-huh. or what's the new show that they're, yeah, they're doing his now? Dark Materials. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
to where you have like a, a familiar or a spirit animal type thing. Uh-huh. I wish they would have dove a little bit deeper with that. I mean, the especially like maybe showing some uh, protective, like kind of magical sort of thing with the senor. Like if he like stepped outside of bounds, like the dog would like actually like put senor back in place because right. uh, for some reason like the dog's soul has to be attached to these paintings in some way. Mm-hmm. You like make it yeah. you know like go like you know deep totally. deep type totally. stuff because why would you continue to have the dog in these mm-hmm. fantastical paintings? Yeah, um, that you can walk into. Yeah, I'm so I mean, you, what's the connection to that? In a but, way, I, I mean, kind of like know. that because it leaves those questions open. And sure, like, I, I, you know, I'd actually I'd made this uh, this this you know little joke earlier, but right, but so the guy goes in there, so the senor goes in there into the painting mm-hmm. where the house is, and he goes in and he sees the fright, and then he loses his hair, and then the kids like, oh, I want to go in there and I want to see what the fright is, and then his Connie's like, no, what are you doing? Don't be an idiot because then you're going to end up doing it. He's like, no, it's fine. It's past to him now. Right. And I made this like it follows joke because it's like it was – but it does what it made me feel like. It's like this curse that you pass to another person um, and then – and it was like the curse is like you see the fright and then you lose your hair. And I guess that's the curse, right? But it's like it, I, I made this, you know, that's one of the things I love about it follows is that like it's something that doesn't answer all the questions. Sure. And so it forces you to have these conversations later and be like, well, what if this? What if that? Like, where do you think it might have come from? And it le- it gives you just enough to be intrigued, but then also doesn't answer his questions. And I feel the same way about this. So Peanut Butter Solution then is literally the uh, link between it follows and under the silver leg. Wait, where's what? Yeah, yeah. Wait, but under the silver legs, just full of a bunch of weird characters. Yeah, that, yeah exactly. That walk in right. and out of the story, and right. sometimes, right? Yes, you never know where they're really coming yeah, from. Yeah, but I mean, and, and I and look, I think it's a fine line. I mean, there's certain things like you know, like certain films come out, and I'm like. How the hell did he make all those spaceships from come up from up the freaking ground? How did how are they being staffed? Like what the hell? Just certain movies, I might say things like that. Certain but, movies. But but certain things, I'm like, you know, I don't mind this. Like I don't mind it being oblique. I don't mind it like because also it's something that's not expected to be at all close to real, right? This is like kind of like a fable. And in the fable, you have to say like, well, what does this mean? Like, what is it really supposed to make me feel? Like as a kid, what is it supposed to make me think? And I like the idea, like I was reading a little bit of thing, like the filmmaker was like, you know, I wanted to make something that was frightening for kids, but mm-hmm. I also wanted them to see that like the things that frighten you really are nothing at all, you know? And it's like, and they kind of go with that idea later and saying that like oh the fright was just this I wasn't that scared but then I'm like but yeah there's also like a kidnapping dude like you should be scared of some things you know a kidnapper that's kidnapped at least 20 kids from the same school district right and no one's out looking for yeah. yeah 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 and like remember when they go into the warehouse and there's just like the weird hallway made of net and like old white hair that's attached to it for no reason it's never explained it's just like well what? and why were they making a bunch of uh, like shirts made out of yeah. human hair? 
It's like the guy was like obsessed with hair. I almost think like, or was it that like he was trying to make like fur coats? Like he was like wearing it almost because like he knows that he has an endless supply of hair, and then he can like maybe make a business by like look at these in vogue like like fur well, things. He, he was fired from his job, right? Yeah. Being right. a teacher, you can only push so. so many brushes in your small Canadian town, too. Right. I mean, but remember, they talk about like the principal talks about. She's like, I've discovered. You know, yeah. it was said that you're not. Really I artist. finally did yeah. a background check yeah, exactly. on you. But you're not really an artist that you pre-internet. Your, right. And that you change <laughs> your appearance four and times. So the idea is that he's been like going from town to town. Your name has changed. Right. Your appearance yeah. has changed. Or isn't even his real name. Right. I mean, yeah. It's just what he calls himself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, was, I mean, it's a fascinating film. So I'm And really then he glad, the yeah. the the art um purveyor what would you call him the uh was actually like his his brother his twin his twin is non-identical twin fraternal wait twin. Yeah. not fraternal what, yeah, yeah, <laughs> what is yeah, what yeah. is the word fraternal. where they don't look is it yeah, yeah. where they don't look the same yeah yeah um i didn't know really know what the motivation to keep him quiet and i you know again it's like one of those things it's like how far does this go well, back the, the motivation to keep him quiet is he's making magical paintings right that's out, gonna with those everything. brushes, yeah. but why kidnap the children? He could just kidnap Michael. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait a second. What? Wait, what does the is the hair magical? Yeah. yeah. Well, well, that's what I'm getting. Is that the, the hair brush is... he makes from the magical hair seems to make magical? Well, paintings. what does he need the, all those other kids for? Because I mean, that's that's yeah no. to make that's really risky. That's... He could make those fucking brushes. Yeah, but the hair is growing so quick. Yeah, but that's where I come down. It's like yeah. a fable. Yeah, like it's, I mean, it's, at that point, exactly. it's like that. I don't. I I think that at that point, like you are supposed to. Just I'm asking kind too of many questions. View this as kind of like a Pied Piper kind of a situation, gotcha. you know. And I think the the more important thing is the is the idea. That that like you know that that also that they end up getting free and it was like one of them it was like the same guy and if you really think about Connie like as a character and what he represents like he's the one he doesn't give in to like the hair growing he's just wills it to stop mm -hmm. he says no stop which maybe if the other kid would have done would have worked as well but he didn't even think to do it sure. the, well, the one kid comes in you know Connie comes in and he rescues all of them because he tries and none of the other kids try you know and he is the one who's very willful and he's like there to say like yo you know by the way set yourself free you know don't become a, a victim to this stuff and like set yourself free and I think that he's a very consistent character in that way like in the way that he always like has his friends back that in fact that he's always like standing up for him that he's like trimming his hair like you know he's like a really great character and I mean if you're going to look at this as like a children's thing like he's somebody you would want kids to emulate you know you'd want them to be like that guy because he, he is a you know real good stand up ass for character sure. I mean, and I'm, I'm, curi I'm curious about him uh, considering that he always showed up at Michael's house, like every mm -hmm. day, all day in the morning, would have, I don't know, breakfast and lunch and dinner, and right. like he never went home. But then it was established later on when he was asking Senor to be his dad, mm -hmm. and they're like, oh, he's the greatest liar ever, isn't he? Right. Are you, do you do not have anything? He's like, shh. Right. You know, so I, you know, I don't know like what his... Again, it's like asking more questions, yeah. even though it's just it is what it is. And but I, I don't know yeah. what 
where, how. <laughs> I like the one little moment, too, where it's like the dad who's like always kind of a dick to Connie. Like at one point he's like, you know, he's like, you know, I'm sorry. I haven't been nicer to you. You know, like there's actually a little moment where he's like, hey, by the way, like. I've been Well, because he told him to just go home. It's like, yeah. why are you always here? Yeah. Go yeah, away. Yeah, totally. But he's there all the time. Right. <laughs> Right. Because he's a single dad trying to run the house, <laughs> and other kids are eating all their family's food. That's well, a good the, point. The, the sister's yeah. running the house, I think. <laughs> that's well, that's true. He's right. just paying the bills, right? Right. But not selling the painting for right. Yeah. You know, the not, six grand, and then getting the four his four grand for five thousand dollars. Right. Yeah. Right. For sure. Um, I'm really glad we watched that. It was a really, I mean, it's like, especially like as it sinks in, I'm like, it's a really kind of special movie. Yeah, it's and, a sink in one. Yeah, I can't imagine having that that shit laid on my head as like a seven year old <laughs> like I mean but it, but whatever I mean I fucking watched Return to Oz as a little kid yeah. like fuck yeah. I just rewatched that movie I'm like what the fuck were people doing watching showing that movie to little kids these right. like, movies had balls yeah, yeah absolutely uh, yeah and and I mean I'm glad for it you yeah. know don't get me wrong like I wouldn't want to make my my kid if I ever had one like not watch shit like that because I watched shit like that and it was fine but still like that movie messed with me now like I can't imagine <laughs> You know, like, seriously, yeah. if I was like an actual little kid, like, I'd be freaked the hell out. Cultfollowing.co. I mean, really, what else could you say about this? Go, mm -hmm. go check it out. Other than the fact that we've all clearly rubbed the peanut butter solution on our beautiful faces. <laughs> Especially Adam. I need, I need help getting it up here. <laughs> Dude, you if just... a rotten egg is all it takes, man, I'm willing to make that sacrifice. Uh, good luck with that. <laughs> Bye.